0: You're now listening to the Love Unlocked podcast. I'm your host, Price Wright. I'm so glad that you're with me on this Thursday, uh, on this Friday, actually, forgive me. Uh, Our mission is to help lift the brokenhearted from darkness and despair, inspire hope in everyone, and be a motivational supplement to everyday relational and spiritual health. Thank you for investing your listening ear and your quality time. And remember, uh, if you want to go forward, go a step forward, you can join our monthly support team, invest your financial resources, and share this content with a friend. Receive our Monthly newsletter. When you do that, you're offered one 20-minute relationship growth session uh, video call annually. Um, you're going to receive a quarterly bonus content directly to your email. You'll be added to our monthly gift drawing. You'll you'll in, you'll get an invite and receive VIP recognition in the Facebook Love Unlocked Relationship Support Group. You're going to receive two free passes to the invite only annual love unlocked virtual relationship health conference in august you definitely want to be a part of that you're going to receive coupons the all up and coming love unlocked merchandise for 2022 all of these things happen all of these things come to you when you go a step further and join the monthly support team if you're not yet subscribed make sure you get subscribed take a moment and share this content with a friend and you've heard it said that we seek to inspire hope in everyone and be a motivational supplement for everyday living and so here's the quote from robert a henline uh Love is that condition in which the happiness of another person is essential to your own. While that warms the heart, to me, that's not as good as what Jesus said. Love your neighbor, ask yourself, the greatest leader of all. But I, I'll give credit to Robert. This right here is a reminder that love for another is so essential. If we have love and humanity, if we uh, uh, have a focus on serving one another and we do what Jesus, the greatest leader of always, all time said, then we'll find that, that things are better, right? Things won't be perfect. Not in this life, not in this earth, right? But things will be better as we seek to love each other intentionally. And we must do that. We must love one another Uh in our lives that's what we should be focused on uh, and i hope you're ready to have your heart inspired by this episode of the love unlocked podcast and if you're new to this uh, if you're new to this you won't know this and if you've been here a while you know this we're going to jump into an advertisement before we get into the content so we can flow uninterrupted as we enter into the content so join me now uh, for this episode of the podcast this is episode eight of eight the relationship sweet spot it's gonna be real good All right, you were listening to the sounds of a fancy restaurant. You've been to a fancy restaurant before, and if you haven't, I pray that eventually you'll get that invite or you'll go and experience the immersion of, of dim lights, soft music, great food, and just a great atmosphere of people who are experiencing a moment of love. Isn't that great to have love uh, all around you and, and if you're in a bad spot right now, you may say, no, it's not great. I hate love. I don't like love. But if you are in a place where you're you're in a new relationship, you have that fresh moment of love then, because we're talking about Young Love Explored right? This is the ending of Young Love Explored and we're seeking to get to that relationship sweet spot to where we can kind of maintain what it feels like in that fresh newness of, of love, in that continuation, that pattern that those that have been married for 60 and 70 years who have good marriages, I mean, great marriages, this is what they're talking about when they're talking about keeping the love fresh. I saw a Facebook post of a man or YouTube, somewhere I saw this post. A man was taking flowers to his wife and he was, I mean, he was an elder. He was super, he was had to be in his 80s, 90s, he was an elder and he was halfway bent over, but he was taking these flowers, keeping the relationship nice and fresh. And I don't know what their relationship looks like, but it was a sweet moment. And I imagine whoever was taking the video understood this was a special thing happening that even after all these years here was this man still bringing wife's uh, flowers to his wife right my wife and I, my, my wife and, my wife and I before we had kids we would go out and have great dinners by ourselves, uninterrupted. We'd we'd share our future, our dreams, our plans. We'd we'd share what was happening in our lives. We'd have a good time smelling the food, enjoying the sounds, eating the food, and just loving on one another. But then all of a sudden, kids were introduced into the marriage, and now we can barely have, uh, or at least my wife can barely have, a fork with food on it in her mouth because she's got a bunch of kids trying to eat her plate and they're running around the restaurant and it's hard to have this romantic time but when we were young and when things were fresh we would have these dates like that but now I have to get my kids some babysitting and still make sure that I have dates as a matter of fact I put a a certain number of dates on the calendar that I expect to try to have with my wife and she doesn't know all those dates I've set those things up, and I, I do my best to make sure that each year we're able to have things to keep our relationship fresh. Because I I don't want to just talk about this and in my marriage crash and burn. I want to keep my marriage fresh and young as well. And so, whatever relationship you're in, whatever friendship you're in, whatever uh, work relationship you're in, um, that you want to you want to keep the relationship healthy, you have to do these things that keep that relationship sweet spot. And here's what John Gorman said. He's a professor, a doctor of, of relationships. He's done a lot of studies on relationships and brought out the science of relationships. He's the one a few episodes ago, I said, he said there's 900,000 or 500,000 divorces. That's a big difference, right? 900 to 500. There's a, there's a a bunch of divorces happening every year. And he said that years ago, but he gave the reason uh, how great friendships and love relationships. uh, He gave a reason of of, our actual hope that it stems from having a great friendship or loving relationship. This is what comes from that great health, greater health, uh, wealth, resilience, faster recovery from sickness, a greater young longevity of life. These are things that come from a healthy relationship. Scientifically, it's proven that you have these things. And so I wanted to identify what's the sweet spot of a relationship, communication, Over the entire time we've been discussing uh, Young Love, uh, Young Love Explored, we've been talking about all of these things. And so I'm going to give a highlight to all these things and hope that they, they stand out to you and that you can confirm that these are things that help you in your life. Right. So communication, understanding, compromise. Communication, understanding, and compromise, those top three, those things are the first things that came to my mind when writing these lists. I'm not saying these are the most important, but you have got to have these things. Communication in any relationship that you have is gonna be the key to making sure you have that sweet spot because when you communicate, you keep yourself from having extra arguments that could lead to the death of this friendship, this relationship, this marriage. When you communicate, you let the other person know what you're thinking. They don't have to read your mind, which they can't do anyway. They don't have to assume what you're thinking. When you communicate where you are what you're dealing with that's a mature way of navigating when you have understanding in a relationship that's that's not only maturity right that's maturity being the key word there's a maturity there in having understanding because it takes two people willing to hear some details hear some facts and then say okay i'm going to embrace that this right here is what you mean i'm going to embrace. and if i don't if that's not what you mean i want to know more i want to communicate more communicate takes communication to have an understanding so you have to make sure that with your spouse your partner your friend your relation your work relationship your school worker, who at your school partner, that you're communicating. Every relationship takes communication to gain uh, understanding. And then in order to have understanding, uh, once you have understanding, you've communicated, then you're gonna have to have a compromise because everybody's not gonna always get what they want in a relationship right when they want it, right? There's time my wife, she'll, she'll ask me to go and do something and I know she wants it right at that moment. But I may be involved in something else and I can't go right at that moment. She has to compromise for the moment and, and wait until I'm ready. And the, or vice versa, sometimes, I'm not doing something important. Let me go and help her. There's a compromise there. That could turn into frustration, which could lead to miscommunication, which could lead to a problem. So even something as simple as someone asking you to do something and then you not doing it when they want you to do it, that can end up being a major problem. There's a big meme out there about that now. A man who says, man, when your wife tells you to do something or ask you to do something, uh, when she mentions it, normally she wants it done right away. And the women out there may say, would you stop? Because that's not true. <laughs> but... Uh, my wife and I laugh because so often she'll say, Hey, uh, could you get that basket later on and and blah, blah. blah. And it's like, she wants it done right away. And so yeah, communication, understanding compromise. And, and then next after that, after compromise, not in any specific order is dream building. How are you dream building? Remember my wife and I sat at the table together during our dates before our kids were born. And we still have these dates, right? So even, even now we have these dates where we'll go out and we'll dream build together. What are we thinking through five years, 10 years? Where where would we like to be Um, next week? are we doing? Hey, what's happening in your heart in your life right now? How have I been frustrating you? How can we build a, a, a life of lacking that type of frustration for the rest of our time together? Dream building. This is key in any good friendship because in a friendship, man, if you're not dreaming somewhere together, hey, man, let's go on a trip to Las Vegas together. Then there's no there's no big hope for a future. In that friendship, like, hey, what are you all doing together that brings excitement to this friendship? Otherwise, someone can come along, even in a friendship, who brings that extra element of of reliability and and goal, like a goal for for a good life and good times together. And you'll find yourself investing more time with that friend than the other friend. Who, do you even have a friend who wants to go eat dinner with you and talk about different things that you're that you're doing together? So, dream building is huge. And I know I went to the lightest example of friends, but obviously in a marriage. In a relationship, right? You want to you want to build these things together. Uh, a closed circle, right? This is keeping a sweet spot of a relationship communication, understanding, compromise, dream building, and a closed circle. That means everybody doesn't get access to your heart. Not everybody des- deserves to be in the innermost, the, the innermost thoughts and, and conversations that you're having about life. Even Jesus had a very tight-knit circle, and he had a small group. He had 11, he had 12, right, 12 disciples, but then he had a smaller circle of three that were with him, two or three that were with him at all times doing things that he was doing that other disciples were not doing. So you have to have that closed circle. When I look at the wedding ring, and I took my ring off, if you're listening, you can't see this, but on YouTube, I have my, my wedding ring. And this ring for me, I don't know what it symbolizes for everybody else, but this is that closed circle with me, my wife, and God. Right. This is inside of this is 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 our thoughts, our opinions, our communication, our dream building, all of that. Right. And this is just a symbol to me that inside of that, that's that's our love. Uh, It doesn't take an expensive one for me. It's just this is what we are building together in order to stay in that sweet spot. Now, you can allow someone to come in that circle who shouldn't be there. You're going to have problems. Right. You can allow someone to come speak into your life who shouldn't be there. You're going to have problems. You can allow somebody to come. And, and and find a way to cut that thing open and open it up, you're going to invite a lot of problems. And so I, I say, especially in a marriage, it needs to be you, your spouse, and God in that innermost part, right? And like, for instance, for me, on my priorities, there's God first, my relationship with God, then my wife, and then by name, each of my kids, Price the III, Princeton, Praxton, Presley, right? And then the new baby that's coming. And so in order, that's my priorities. And then I go from there and I list those things out to make sure that I keep that circle closed because my, there's conversations that I'm only going to have with my wife and with God, obviously, because God knows my thoughts anyway. Right. So there's conversations that are only going to happen in that closed circle. And that's the way you keep that sweet spot of the relationship, a uh, continued growth Together, that's going to happen when you're doing all these things, communicating and understanding, having compromise at the right moment, dream building, close, and having a closed circle, you're going to continue to grow together. And that's essential in order to, to remain in that sweet spot of a relationship. Here's another huge one. Tremendously huge. They say finances is a major killer of relationships, but we know spiritual bonding, spiritual growth, being equally yoked, that is so important from the jump, right, obviously you're never gonna be the same. Everybody has their own opinions. People are gonna be different. People are going to do things different, but spiritually we need to be connected to someone who connects with us. Remember, this person is going to be sharing their thoughts about life with your kids, so you can casually act like you don't care about spiritual things. But if you and your partner are not together on that, when you start teaching your kids, there's going to be some big fusses that is going to come from that uh, thought process because we know the spiritual thought process, whatever you're thinking about in life, right? That's going to affect everything you do because what you do, what you have in your heart, is going to come out in your actions, in your words, in your lifestyle. So your spiritual spiritual bonding is very important. Willingness, not being lazy, right? I think laziness and willingness can kind of, they don't go together, but those two can be tied because in order to have all of these things, you have to be willing to do these things. You have to be willing to communicate, willing to have an understanding, willing to make a compromise, willing to dream build. You have to be willing to have a closed circle. You have to be willing to grow together and willing to dive deeper in your spiritual bond so that you can grow and keep that sweet spot. And uh, here's another big one. right? I know there's a whole lot. This could be a two-part episode, and I'm kind of speeding through these. But go back and listen again, and make sure you share this with a friend. Here's the next one. Owning your faults. Ooh, wow. Owning your faults. How hard is it to own our faults when we've messed up, when we've made a mistake? I told you two days ago, or, or yesterday, that my wife and I had just got into a little tiff. Got into a little little, little uh, frustrated argument about some things. It wasn't even an argument. It was a little just back and forth about, uh, it, we and we understood it, right? Nobody else probably would have knew what was happening, but we understood it was a moment. And I had to own my faults, right? Real quickly. I was like, hey, listen. And she wasn't around me. I had time to kind of simmer on it and think. And like, man, I'm wrong. And I had to own up to it and call and say, listen, hey, when we get home, listen, I got to apologize. And I knew I needed to have a face-to-face, a real moment, not just a text say, I'm sorry, I needed to have a moment. Not to just say sorry, but. I was wrong. I was wrong. How many times have you stepped up and said, I was wrong. I was wrong. I Listen, I messed up here. If you're not willing to do that, you're going to cause a lot of extra complications that you don't need. So be willing to own up to your faults. This is going to help you stay in that relationship. Sweet spot. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is another big one. And none of these are in order. We can mix and match the, the order of this because there's many different ways that you could you could you could see this going. But forgiveness is huge. It's critically important. Jesus came and gave us forgiveness uh, on that cross, right? The forgiveness is a big, big deal. It, it, like if you don't forgive, there's a root of bitterness that stays there. And I know I went to Jesus' example right because that's the best example of all time. But forgiveness is so huge, right? And so uh, you have to be willing to forgive. If you don't forgive, you'll have bitterness, resentment. All those things will begin to come from that. And it's a whole conversation by itself. And finally, you can't be lazy. You have to have willingness and you have to work. Put in the work to keep a relationship where it needs to be. What has God said in his word? Ephesians chapter five, verse 21 through 30, uh, talking about spiritual, spiritually guided relationships, wives and husbands. This is speaking to both. And some of you all won't like this reading, but regardless, it is the word of God. I'm going to read the whole thing. It says, and further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. To me, I could stop right there on that line. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. This is a sweet spot when you submit to one another, right? If you want to have good communication, understanding all those things we listed, you have to be willing to submit to one another for a higher cause. Not just because you're right or that person's right, but you're submitting to one another out of reverence for Jesus Christ. This is what he calls us to do, right? And now it goes further. It says, for wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord right and then it goes it says for husbands this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church and and if you i want you to go through and read the whole context because as I, I read verses 21 and 22 i skipped verses 23 and 24 And I went right to 25, but I want you to go and read the whole context because there's a lot of good information there that doesn't need to be skipped. But I wanted to bring up the points that submit to one another out of reverence for Christ for wives. This means submit to your husbands. Ooh, ouch. I know a lot of people don't like that, right? And then it says uh, in 25 for husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her sacrifice, right? And, And to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. I love this scripture right here. It really puts things in perspective for us when we're thinking about uh, what it means to be living life and navigating the way that God has called us to. And I want you to go and read that entire thing. Ephesians chapter five. I'm going to post it. Ephesians chapter five, verse 21 through 30. Go and read that. Proverbs 18, 23 through 24 says, the poor man pleads, but the rich man answers roughly. The man of too many friends chooses indiscriminately indiscriminately this is amplified bible and this is speaking about that closed circle right the poor man pleads but the rich man answers roughly the man of too many friends chooses indiscriminately i will be broken in pieces and come to ruin but there's a true and loving friend who is reliable and sticks closer than a brother that closed circle even a friendship everybody can't be invited into that circle. some people You have to be able to recognize when somebody needs to stay outside of that circle. And so, uh, you know, we're getting to your relationship sweet spot and it will not happen if you're being lazy and you will not own up to your mistakes, if you won't have forgiveness in your heart, if you don't communicate, if you don't have understanding, if, you, if you're if you not willing to compromise, if you're not dream building together, if you don't have a closed circle, if you don't have spiritual bonding, like there's a lot of don'ts, right? But if you're not doing these things, you're not going to sense growth. You're not going to sense that sweet spot in your relationship so these are things that you must do if you want to have that sweet spot this has been the finality the final part of of eight part episode young love explored now we are on the journey we're in we're on the cruise things are going well uh we we've brought the proper luggage we've got the proper friend we're keeping our circle tight even on the boat we're not just letting anybody get into that we might gain some new friends who are kind of distant whatever but we we're, we're tightening it. We're growing together. It's beautiful. We're we're, we're navigating things well and we're growing together. This is what's going to keep you in that sweet spot. Stay in that sweet spot, right? Don't let nobody stop you from that. And if you're not there yet and you're saying, one day I want to be there, you will get there. Keep praying for that mate. If you have that heart, you say, man, I really want this. One day you will have that, but you have to stay prayerful. You have to stay active. Keep getting yourself better. Keep getting yourself ready. Remember, on the dock, you're bringing that uh, luggage. You want to make sure your luggage is ready, your emotional luggage, your emotional baggage. Make sure you have those things under control, that you've sought the counseling that you need, that you've got your mind and heart ready for that person. And you don't want to uh, uh, belittle yourself and just accept anything just to get in a relationship. You have to have good standards, high standards. Set yourself up correctly with what you want. Be willing to say, no, I'm not going to just accept anything, right? You deserve better. You deserve the best, right? God has made you special. You're a child of God. You're called according to his purpose. You deserve a great relationship. You will have a great relationship. You will make the right decisions to get the good relationship. You'll come back and listen to these episodes to be encouraged and inspired and reminded of who you are and what God has called you to. I I pray that one day you'll have exactly what you're looking for and what you're hoping for according to God's will, you know, as he leads you. All right. God bless. Remember, our mission is to help lift the brokenhearted from darkness and despair, inspire hope in everyone, and be a motivational supplement to everyday relational and spiritual health. Thank you for investing your listening ear and your quality time. And don't forget, you can go a step further by joining the monthly support team. Uh, Invest your financial resources. And you can share this with a friend. Don't forget to subscribe if you're not already subscribed. And if you are, thank you so much for subscribing. If you're listening on Apple, man, I appreciate you Apple listeners. Y'all really killing the game. Thank you so much. If you're listening on Anchor, make sure you leave a comment so I can add it to the episodes. I'm checking those all the time. Share this content with a friend once again. And finally, love your neighbor as yourself. Love God with all your heart, mind, and spirit. Have a wonderful day.